scary. There could have been evil Grandma Winslow. I wonder if Grandma Winslow is still alive. Definitely I mean, not. We've seen it all before, so let's reload on a very special episode. Shows that suck and shows that float. Buckle up, buttercup, it's a bumpy road. Going deep inside the mainframe, secret code. Some of this shit stinks, some of it's gold. Um, we should start with like the sound of a creaky door opening or something, and then it'll be like "Good evening." (laughs) I always like when they're like "Good evening, boys and ghouls." I was like that one. Welcome to Family Matters Reviewed, the podcast in which we review family matters exclusively. Um, or at least if I get my way. Up until this point, we've recorded very special episodes of wonderful TV shows. This and week, we will be discussing Family Matters Season 9, Episode 7, Stevel 2. This time, he's not alone, which is not a play on words at all or anything, right? It's just what happens. It's not like Stevel 2, Electric Boogaloo or, or something. Or Die Hard 2, Die Harder or something. Yes, yeah, Steveler. <laughs> Steven Steveler. Um, for those of you who didn't listen to last year's Halloween special, Stevel 1, This Time He's Alone, <laughs> uh, I highly recommend you check it out. I'm your host this week, Ryan Alexander Tanner. With me is a scary dummy with glasses austin garton and a bald and fat scary dummy (laughs) carolyn maine and i'm eating a bucket of candy oh we're gonna talk about that (laughs) so good so last year's family matters halloween episode steve has a scary dream about his dummy a dummy that looks just like him called stevel coming to life and trying to steal his soul and we talked at great length about it last year. So this year is the sequel. The first Stevel was so well received <laughs> by the nation that they knew immediately they were going to have to follow it up the following year. This is season nine, Family Matters. Final season, scraping the barrel. It's already changed networks. Without well, can. <laughs> That was going to be my question. Was Stevel so well received, or were the writers just that out of ideas? I don't know, man. Stevel's pretty good. <laughs> uh, and you can tell, like, even you can really tell Urkel's, like, done playing Urkel at this <laughs> point. You know, he's like, anything I can do to kind of, like, change this character at all. Uh, also, Ryan, Stevel's pretty bad. Yeah, well, he's so. My guy. As you may have heard from the catchy title, this time he's not alone. Because what's better than an Urkel dummy? An Urkel dummy and also a evil Carl Winslow dummy. I, I wanted that. I did want this. Give the people what they... I think they got enough letters. They said, all right, you gotta do it. As did we. Okay, everybody, let's write that TV show about making a dummy again. So we're the same... Three people that did Stevel One, right? Wasn't the three of us? Is that true? Uh, it was either the three of us or the four of us. But yeah, I think pretty uh, sure it was three of us. Yeah. I think David's too afraid of dummies. Well, he's being haunted by bad David right now. <laughs> A dummy that looks just like him, so he couldn't make it. 
Dave Bad. Dave. <laughs> naughty, naughty David. That's our David. Evil David. <laughs> Maybe he's haunting good David right now. So we'll just do it super quick, but just a refresher of what's your relationship with Family Matters, Carol? Definitely watch some of it. Don't love it as much as Ryan. <laughs> no one loves it as much as Ryan. Let's be clear <laughs> of that. How about you, Austin? What's your relationship? Uh, yeah, I've seen it, watched it. Uh, early stuff I know better than the latter stuff. Like by the time it was hopping networks, uh, my ship had sailed on Family Matters. So uh, all this, all this Stevel stuff existed as a a thing I knew but hadn't experienced until it came to our uh, our show. Mm-hmm. Yes, and as for me, yes, I love Family Matters. I'll I'll tell you what I watched this on Hulu earlier today. And then after it was done, I watched like three more episodes of Family Matters. <laughs> <laughs> so good, you guys. I fucking love Family Matters. Did oh you watch God. the one that was before this one? The Stevel? Yeah, the one that was previous to Stevel. Well, we watched it last year. No, but like, no, did, no. But did you watch the it like before, like to refresh today. yourself? No, instead I... of episode seven, episode six, because I did on accident for a while, and oh. it was pretty weird. But maybe we'll get there. Maybe we won't. Wait, you mean the you watched the previous Stevel, or you watched just the episode before Stevel two? Just the previous episode, Stevel two. Oh yeah, so when... take this one, rewind one. Because this go. is this is the point in Family Matters where Laura Winslow finally gives up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Urkel can read her mind. Oh, really? In this one episode, because they use a crazy space ray. But anyways, that oh, wasn't the I right one. And there's also um, Stefan Urkel is a separate entity. He's yes. like a different person. And um, yeah, right after this, they get into the whole thing where Urkel and Laura start dating. Oh, boy. And, and then because the show is getting canceled, after dating for about four episodes, they get engaged. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, and the series finale is Urkel goes into outer space, but that's well, not what we're talking about today, Carol. I know you want to know about it, but we'll get to it because we're going all family, family matters, matters from now on. Yeah, family matters reviewed. Uh, we we've gotten your letters, so we start with the disclaimer. Is this the same disclaimer from last year? No. I'm 90% sure that it is, and I'm 100% sure that makes it my favorite thing about this episode. <laughs> They're just like, fuck it, slap on last season's disclaimer. We're not going to record a new disclaimer? Are you crazy? We're in our ninth oh. season. What do you think we are? <laughs> Who needs it? So, so Urkel's sitting on the couch... And he's trying real hard to stay awake, so he's doing all these basketball moves. The basketball moves is a good example of, like, you can tell the actor who plays Urkel is like, you guys have all these other talents. Let me show off my dribble. There's Let me do something. Even, even more so than last year's steve episode, which was just the season before this one, this was really the point where I'm like, you know, the whole, like, awkward slash cute nerd kid thing loses a lot of its impact when Jaleel White looks like he's 45 and is fairly yeah. well built. Like, yeah. he's not like a brick house or anything at this point, but he's in better fucking shape than I am, even though he's supposed <laughs> to be this, like, super scrawny, awkward nerd still. Yeah. Yeah, man, and he's he's a grown man at this point. <laughs> I mean, he's at least 
in reality, he's at least like 25 or something. Yeah, no, I mean, he seems like he has a perpetual 5 o'clock shadow at this point. <laughs> yeah, he's got like bags under his eyes. <laughs> it's gotta be so like scary to act alongside Urkel, right? It sucks to be Urkel, but it would suck to like be listening to Urkel and he's right in your face. Like the reality of actually standing in front of him and he's speaking to you as Urkel. Yes, that would be so bad, guys. That's my Halloween nightmare. That's your scary dream. Yeah. <laughs> you up. Yeah. So he says last year he destroyed Stevel. He ground him up and flushed him down the toilet. In the toilet. <laughs> I know. I, this is going to come up in just a minute. Ah, so. no. Come up. I'm ready. So then he's watching TV and he's like, let's see what's on ABC. And I'm, I'm, I don't remember, but I'm guessing ABC is the network he switched to. <laughs> no, ABC is the network he came from. Oh, and that's, that's why he like falls asleep. Yeah, it's like, ha suck it, ABC. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I was like, that's either a shout out to ABC or a fuck you to ABC. Yeah, they, they were on ABC because ABC was the whole like TGIF thing. And then this season was on CBS because ABC killed Family Matters and then CBS picked it up. I think they just sold it. I don't think they canceled it and it got that, well, Yeah, that. that may have been the case. Yeah. Yeah, I would love to see the ratings chart of Family Matters. Right. So then, Carol, what happens in the bathroom? Oh, my God. Is it already toilet time? Yeah. It's okay. Like, they get to the good stuff right away. It's yeah, so exciting. So it's a scary zoom in and they have, like, you know, a Dutch angle and the haunted music. It's pretty scary you zoom in on the toilet and then something brown comes up <laughs> and it's a dummy it's a brown oh, no. dummy it's, and it's wet and everyone gasps Ooh. and there's science. some wooing there's some gasping and some wooing <laughs> yes. at the same time it goes from gasp I, to woo I'm, a, I'm fairly certain that the wooing was carolyn at her house now echoing through time she wooed so hard that it made the track in the past right right it's one of my woo girls through history doing that thanks to whoever you are there was something about wet steeple (laughs) that it it didn't it wasn't working for me this this is the note comfortable this is the note that i wrote down when he emerged from the toilet Oh boy, Carolyn must be going nuts right now. Yeah, no, I was just like, I'm just gonna hand this off. I was, I was going nuts. Um, it should be. There's a couple contenders tonight for when you do our uh, screen grab for what's going to be the header <laughs> yeah, right. on this podcast. I think about that. This is a strong contender. There's another couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Strong contenders. So we'll see. But. It's really fun seeing, like, a family-friendly show try to be scary. It's, like, very Goosebumps-ish, yeah. but more batshit because it's a sitcom that doesn't even care. Well, it's, like, it's a sitcom in its ninth season. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, a way, way... It's way, way past its prime, which it was laughably bad even in its prime. <laughs> so it's just, like, what are we even doing at this point? Steve-O-2. <laughs> <laughs> Not alone anymore. <laughs> So then Urkel's eating lots of crackers. <laughs> so- and, uh, oh yeah, and then Stevel just doesn't waste any time at all. He just goes at it with Urkel right away. He wants his soul. Um, so Stevel is sometimes a puppet. He's mostly a puppet, but at other times he's a guy in a suit. Yes. Oh, and, do we, and do we remember which guy is in the suit? 
I got the crack research team on this because right. it, it gets better. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's Josh Ryan Evans yep. who played the young Grinch uh-huh. in the uh, Jim Carrey Grinch movie. Uh-huh. Right. That was kind of his hottest moment that I saw. Uh, are, are you forgetting a little show called Passions? <gasps> Timmy! Oh, I forgot he's Timmy from Passions. Yeah. Can't yeah. forget Timmy, Mrs. Yeah, Timmy yeah. Timmy from Passions is Stevel. <gasps> when are we going to do a Passions? Oh, Whenever man. you say we're doing one. Yeah, okay. your next hosting gig, you're all over it. <laughs> I could, that has to do with Christmas, definitely. <laughs> Carol, you pick one-fourth of our episodes. It's <laughs> 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 true. Some of them, yeah. So I, when you said, "Are you forgetting a, another show?" I, I was. I, <laughs> I want to go back to the giant food for a moment. Oh yeah. yes. So, so we come downstairs, and Steve's sitting on the couch with the giant. What was it? Uh, lot, lots of crackers. Lots of crackers and tub yeah. o cheese. And yep. it, it's not immediately clear whether or not this is like a dream or something that's really happening. And now obviously Mm -hmm. the giant tub of food is meant to indicate it's a dream, but I'm like, I don't know. Is this a dream or is this just a sitcom? Well, we saw Urkel fall asleep. Yeah, but you, I mean, I don't know. He fell asleep and then it cut cut to the, and then it cut to the, uh, the puppet climbing out of the toilet. And, but it's like, was, was he dreaming of the puppet coming out of the toilet? Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> Austin. I'm gonna give it to Family Matters this time. <laughs> There's no clear indication that someone is having a dream than that you see them fall asleep and the screen is like. <laughs> I think at that point it's clearly a dream. Yeah, fair enough. Sorry. I think this is all real canon. Yeah, Stevel. Canonical Stevel, especially the ending, which we'll get to. <laughs> so. <laughs> Stevel has laser eyes. It's really <laughs> unclear what he's capable Lightning. of. Lightning. Lightning eyes, sorry. Yeah. And so then Urkel wakes up and there's a commercial break. And no theme song, you guys. I felt robbed. Yeah, it's too it's too jovial, you know? I suppose. They should make a Halloween version on like flutes and bagpipes. Oh, and, like slow it down and stuff. Oh yeah. That could be good. I wonder if they tried. They probably didn't even try. Um <laughs> So then it comes back from a commercial and it's like Stevel 2. This time he's not alone. And you're like, they were like five minutes in. Now there's a title. It's like a fourth of the episode, but whatever. And it's um, like silent, but I do like the red drippy font it has. But that would be like if a 90 minute movie, like 25 minutes in, there was a title. It's like a little weird, you know? Right. So Urkel's handing out candy. He's like, here's caramel covered squids and everything is gross that he likes for whatever reason. I'm like, those aren't real candies. <laughs> and then uh, Eddie and Laura come down. Laura's an alien, for reasons that will be disclosed to you <laughs> in time. And Eddie is, a, I'm going to say he's a pretty decent Don King. Yeah, he was He was pretty good. He had the he had the look down. He had the uh, the uh, the voice down pretty good. I thought I thought he was acceptable. Do you think the actor like requested like I have a really good Don King impression? Well, get it in. Um, in I believe it was the Don King only in America. I'm gonna get the <laughs> uh, crack research team on this, uh, which maybe was even around this time. Um, yep, that it came out in 
97, it was right around this time, uh, Eddie Winslow played Muhammad Ali in the HBO movie about Don King. Really? Interesting. Yep. yep. Will, will, so, will you be dramatizing that event in your upcoming Muhammad Ali biography? Um, yeah. I will say that I watched that movie, which is why I know it. Will you dedicate an entire chapter in your book to the time Eddie from Family Matters <laughs> played Muhammad Ali in an HBO movie? You have um, to. Now I or have to. Are you going to save that <laughs> for the sequel? Is that going to be like all of what the sequel is? That'll it'll be like the Steve two of my <laughs> Muhammad Ali biography. I don't think our listeners know, but I'm working on a biography of Muhammad Ali. So now, now they know. Now they know. Yeah. So I already knew. Um. So Steve. Oh yeah. And then these like two hot chicks just come out of nowhere. <laughs> just show up at the door. Basically, part of his costume, which is really weird. <laughs> like, did he rent them from the costume store, or are these like college coeds of his, or what? Very unclear. Yeah. And they just seem totally happy to be like, "Oh, my costume is I'm hot, and I stand by Don King." <laughs> yeah, like if, as if Don King is hot, or has hot chicks. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even make sense. It's not like he's playing Hugh Hefner or something. Right. I don't know. Right. So I don't know. And then. Um, <laughs> Richie and 3J come out. His name's 3J, like with the letter 3? It's like 3 and a J. And it turns out 3J was in all kinds of shit. He actually had a really good career after this. Really? Yeah. Do you want to hear about it? I would love to. Because I do not remember it from the last time we did this. I don't know if we knew last time. I don't don't know if there is 3J. No, 3J was there because he was in that opening, and I was like, who the fuck's this other kid? Yeah, no, I told you all about 3J last time. Yeah. He didn't stick for me at all. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> 3J, yeah. He was in, what the fuck is a he was in like, the last two seasons. So the thing about 3J <laughs> is that he's in nothing that you probably have heard of or care about. But he was on That's So Raven for 100 episodes. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then that's really actually the extent of it, I guess. Well, that was anticlimactic. That's decent. (laughs) I mean, good for him. That's a a long run on a show. I'm just saying from our perspective, that was... He's he's not hurting. Well, he was in some other stuff, too, around this time. The Proud Family, which I think was animated. Yeah, Yeah. it was a cartoon. So he got some work. He's one of those Disney Channel kids, basically. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah, Yeah, good for him. So 3J and Lil Richie are the men in black, and that's why Laura's dressed like an alien. Which is a, a, a almost shockingly well-timed reference for the show. This is Oh, they're on it. Yeah, yeah, this is Men in Black came out in July of 97, and this is October of 97. Well, this show is kind of like a sponge. Like, I, I if you're more familiar with family... A lot of these shows, they just, like, steal catchphrases from other stuff, and they're pretty timely because they're just, like, taking Well, yeah, sh- short- shortly before the Men in Black show up, uh, Steve gets in a ding against the Lord of the Dance, which kind of tells you what era we're into. Yeah. To, to your again, point about them just sort of, like, grabbing onto whatever, like, hot pop culture take is out there in the moment they're writing an episode. 
Right. One thing, one thing they do on Family Matters a lot is when they make a zinger, they'll then like act it out. Yeah. <laughs> they'll be like, that's the worst thing I've seen since Lord of the Dance. And then they'll like do a little step yep. move, you know? Yep, which is yeah. exactly what he did. Yeah, or it'll be like, I'm going to fencing class. Yeah, with their sword in their hand. It's so strange watching big old 40-year-old Urkel like, <laughs> do that little stomping dance. It's a really mm-hmm. strange time capsule. It's very scary. I, I just think he's incredibly talented. <laughs> <laughs> so then Carl comes home and he's like, I ate too much candy. I got to take a nap. <laughs> All right. I want to I break down the timeline here a little bit. <laughs> Who gets home from work? <laughs> early enough that he can take a nap before dinner but late enough that it's also dark outside maybe it's october daylight savings yeah so yeah. like in october like the end of october even in daylight savings time five o'clock five thirty. like is he gonna sleep for two hours and then eat dinner at eight o'clock um probably i mean maybe good for him Maybe he takes a short nap. Yeah, maybe. Does Carl strike you as the kind of guy who takes short naps, Ryan? No, but he does strike me as the kind of guy that will eat too much candy. That is at that work. is true. Yeah. They'll eat so much candy at work that he has to sleep it off as soon as he gets home. That's what cops are like. All cops eat too much candy. Um, I do have to respect his lifestyle, though. Yeah. No, I, I would say I admire his lifestyle. Yeah, aside from the Urkel of it all, I think he's got it going on. Right? The Urkel is quite a catch. I think it's fair to say that Urkel has ruined his life. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a curse. So then um, Urkel's like, don't take a nap, Carl, because I had a bad dream a year ago. (laughs) (laughs) So I like when Carl says, you're you're a reasonable facsimile of a man. I I also noted that line as, as one that genuinely made me laugh. It was good. Yeah. So he's like, don't be scared. And then he goes <laughs> up to his room. So this is the other Stevel tradition, because last year we saw Urkel's room for the only time ever. Mm-hmm. Really? Now we see Carl's room for the only time ever. Although we, he, see, what? we see Carl's room at other times. But I think they all just, there's one set that gets redressed as whoever's room. A la the Saved by the Bell classroom. Yeah, yeah. but we rarely see anyone's room on the show generally everything happens in the living room in the kitchen it's like we never see uh, carl and harriet upstairs poised for the tender act of lovemaking or anything like that well there's that episode <laughs> where they have sex on screen <laughs> like full penetration mm-hmm, the valentine's nice. day episode we should do that on valentine's i would like day. To i mean see is, she, that. I like to see real is she even around at this point <laughs> harriet yeah she's a different harriet oh that's right because she got recast <gasps> yeah. when they moved I think before they oh, moved. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, because she was like, she was the start of this show. This yeah. was Yeah, oh, yeah, show. yeah. It was, it was a spinoff because spin-off. of her. Yeah. 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 And so then, you know, by like season eight, she's like, why I agreed to be in a show about me and my family, and now it's about Urkel and his fucking shrinking ring. <laughs> What, what is this show? She's like, this then, show started with me, and now I'm the ninth most important person on it. Yeah. And there are, like, several cast members have been phased out of this show by now. So you better watch your step. Anyway, <laughs> then they just recast her. Um, I guess the mom was the one character they decided couldn't just not be mentioned anymore. Was the one person they couldn't Aunt Rachel? Yeah. 
Or Judy. Or Judy, Judy. Winslow. Yeah. Got Judy Winslow. Yeah. So Carl's in his room and he's drinking Pepto Bismol. And uh, as he's falling asleep, he says, Evil ventriloquist dummy. Which I always say when I go to bed. <laughs> True story. I've heard it. So then Austin. Yo. Now it's a dream. Yes. No, I picked that up. Though I have some <laughs> questions about the mechanics of it all. Pretty sure it's real, though. I genuinely like um, how his dream also starts with, like, a big thing of food. He's eating a huge bucket of brittle. Yes, the the, the comically large food is back. I like it's so that. good. Yeah. That That's the one that looks the best. It's his dream candy. Dream candy. That'd be a good name for a band. I believe you can get me through the night. Dream candy. <laughs> so then Carl gets a package. He's like, it's for Carl Winslow. That's me. <laughs> Which is also and what I say whenever I receive a package. That's is that what you true. say? How often, Austin, do you receive in the mail a dummy that looks just like Not you? Not oh, often man. enough. If that happens to you, that's like a pretty for sure sign that you're going to get murdered. Really? Or that I'm, I mean, maybe. you know, having a weird dream. We should have our lis- our listeners, <laughs> we should have a competition. <laughs> who could make the who- best dummy of us? <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> I bet our listeners would get right on top of that. Go ahead, guys. Good luck. So then, um, <laughs> it's a dummy of Carl. Urkel is concerned. Dream Urkel. Let's be clear here. Dream Urkel. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, this is still a dream. <laughs> so then Steve will straight up breaks down the door. Yeah, he just kicks that shit in. And uh, that's the thing of, like, I'm really unclear on what Steve's abilities are. Sometimes he has a body and can dance, and then other times he has to be sent gently down Dude, on a couch. Don't jump ahead. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit, what's about to happen? <laughs> but so, Urkel, Steve breaks down the door and he electrocutes Carl, and Carl's bed comes to life. So the original Steve was struck by lightning just from through the window, right? Right, right. And now this Carl's bed comes to life from uh, Stevel's electricity eyes or whatever. Yeah. 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 So he's got evil lightning eyes. That's what that is. More or less. So um, Stevel is not a great play on words, but it works. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then they're like, what the fuck are we going to do with Carl? Carl. Carl's bad. So that's his name. It's so, like, stupid and deeply irritating. But also a shade brilliant. <laughs> that's, you just described the entire series of films. <laughs> like, it's, it's not great, but it's almost so bad it's great. That's true. So you guys were impressed that Timmy from Passion oh. is Steve-O, but they pulled out all the fucking stops when they cast Carlsbad. Are you guys ready for this? Fuck yeah, Stanley. they did. Ed Gale plays Carlsbad, has many fantastic roles. He does indeed. But probably none greater than... Howard the Duck. 
Howard the motherfucking duck is Carlsbad. It's to the D. I got some more for you, Carol. He also was, this maybe only I care about, but he was Chucky's <laughs> stunt double in the original Child's Play. Nice. And he played Station <laughs> in the Bill and Ted sequel. Oh, I love the Bill and Ted too. That, Bogus journey. That one made me smile more than Howard the Duck, frankly. Yeah. It's like, oh, he was Station. Yeah. He was also one of the dinks in Spaceballs. That was the other thing that. Oh, oh yeah. That, uh, I couldn't remember what those, those were. Those are the, like, the Jawas. The Jawas. Like, dink, dink. Oh, dink, 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 that's right. Dink, dink. Those that's guys. right. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah, he's totally, so, yeah. I mean, he's one of those guys where, like, I looked up his his creds and I'm like, oh, I, I I legit recognize him. Like, he's uh, he's been in a lot of shit. Well, and I believe that they had to convince him to do this. Like, it wasn't like, hey, Ed Gale, you're looking for work. They were like, please, Ed Gale, it would really mean a lot to us if you would play Carlsbad. He was <laughs> a get, is what I'm saying. Yeah, probably to some extent. That's my because Timmy because because Josh Ryan Evans wasn't Timmy yet. Oh, um, if I if I remember correctly, I, I think yeah the, yeah because his his passions credit uh, I mean passions doesn't start till ninety nine so oh so he was he's only retroactively a big deal playing Stevel but mm. uh, but yeah Ed Gale was already Howard the Duck and Station mm-hmm. and all of that so. Do you think that Ed Gale really talked down to uh, Josh Ryan Evans during the production? <laughs> he was like, "Let me show you how it's done, son." I was Howard. I was Howard the Duck. I feel like he told everyone on set that, like, I was Howard the Duck, and they're like, "Yeah, we know." Let me show you how you put on an oversized latex mask and <laughs> act out a terribly written character. And maybe have sex with a human lady. Yeah. Howard. Howard. They had a lot of they had a lot of trouble casting that because they tried some children at first, but the children couldn't withstand like the torture of wearing a suit. Yeah, plus all the sexual stuff. Yeah, <laughs> weird duck fucking movie yeah, guys. Plus the love you it. know fucking Leah Thompson stuff. Um, I, know. I love how every time it's clear that Stevel or Carlsbad is being played by one of the actors and is not a puppet the audience loses their shit like Kelly just kissed Zach on the cheek. Yeah, it's because it's amazing. <laughs> I wish I was there at the recording of this. It's so good, you guys. Are you suggesting that all the woos I'm hearing in this instance are your woos echoing through time? Well, I couldn't even hear the woos because I myself was wooing with such vigor <laughs> while I watched this because it was just incredible. So the dummies are laughing until a commercial break. And then when we come back from a commercial break, the f- finest moment in TV history happens. Uh-huh. This shit is unparalleled in quality and inspiration. <laughs> So they're like, what do you want, evil dummies? And they're like, we want to go into show business. We want to go to Vegas. And you're like, what? I, I, no one thought they were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that coming at all. Um, and then they fucking get down. Like, they put on a radio and they're just, it's like a solid minute. It's like of them <laughs> taking turns dancing. It's like a solid 120 seconds. And it's just an excuse to make the puppets dance. <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> did oh my god! Did you yeah. did you catch um like 
right after we came back from commercial when the puppets sort of like made their their scene move from the doorway deeper into the living room to set up the dance sequence you can very briefly in the bottom left corner of the screen see one of the puppeteers in the shot no. manipu- oh. manipulating one of the dummies yeah damn it i was i, I thought of you ryan since i i know your uh <laughs> your affinity for the boom mics and whatnot i love it i love it when you can see the boom mic you're gonna have to watch this again oh no oh yeah gonna have to or he gets to <laughs> he gets to so I was like deeply it's so eerie when they have the people start moving in the costumes instead of having the puppets clacking around. It's eerie every time and I'm like feeling like they shouldn't show the costume people in the puppets and they should just commit to the puppets but instead they do have an extended dance sequence. This is very spooky, Ryan. It's so good, you guys. It's oh. very spooky Halloween. <laughs> the best part is when, I believe it's Carlsbad that starts moonwalking, and then they yeah. just like, zoom in on his feet, because they're like, uh, Howard the Duck can't moonwalk, sorry. <laughs> He's multifaceted, but he can't do the moonwalk, I'm sorry. It's true. Oh, God, and it's like, if that had just been it, I would have been... I would have died happy, you know? Like, that's the last thing I want to see in my life is that <laughs> moment. It's so good. Dude, season nine Family Matters is so good, you guys. Oh, my God. So then uh, one of them is like, dance time is over. Now hand over your souls. And you're like, what? <laughs> so then it's, it's like... Urkel and Carl just stand there and watch them dancing for like a long right, time. Right, and then they're like, we're, we're here to take your soul, and they run, like, they chase after them, and I'm like, they're three feet tall, just kick them! Well, so that's always the question with evil dummies. And in this, in particular, well, in this it seems at least like there's some uh, suggestion that, like, Steevil is very strong, or has some sort of magical powers. Right, right. But just the suggestion, because all we see is, like, evil eye lighting, and we don't know if that goes only dummy to dummy or what. I don't know. I don't know. Kick the dummies, or conversely, use your lightning eyes on the humans. Right, like, at least give us a reason to think that the dummy... Well, he knocked the door down, is the only thing that makes sense. (laughs) But it is true, when you watch... Especially as they're trying to, like, run away and, like, Steve's, like, blocking Steve's way and shit. And you're like, just kick him. Like, it's so clear that you can kick him. Right. Just kick him. It's like, you always really want to see people kick. I just want to make an evil dummy movie just so someone can kick it. And you can be like, finally. Like, no one ever kicks the evil dummy. What the fuck? And to be clear, I'm not suggesting that, like, all he needs to do is kick him and then all of his evil dummy problems will go away. Like, steve is clearly, you know kind of energizer bunny-ish here, but, like, rather than run away from him, kick him across the room and then run away from him. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, I think that you could really fuck that dummy up pretty easy. I think if you just <laughs> kicked him and then you, like, ripped his arms off and his legs... Yeah, yeah. You would kick him again. Just, and then just put him in a box. Or flush him down fine. the toilet, but that didn't work. Well, didn't work. Yeah. Here's, uh, here's my question, is... So I'm wondering, why does steve need the soul if he's going into show business? Ah! Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Very true. They should do that joke at the end. We'll get there. So I also noticed here that, like, Urkel traditionally wears, like, a plaid shirt. Mm. But he's wearing an orange shirt, possibly because it's Halloween. And uh, so steve I like how steve coordinated with him on his outfits. Yeah. And they're both wearing orange glasses, too. Oh, I didn't even notice that for some reason. A little cute. Yeah, cute. Cute <laughs> little glasses on that dummy. So then they run up to Carl's room. Carl's bad room. And uh, his bad room, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Carlsbad axes the door and says, here's Carlsbad, which is so clever. <laughs> um, and then, like, this is just like our straight riff, you know? They just really keep it going here. Because then they, like, push a big oak dresser in front of the door. And they're like, he'll never get through this. And then they just start, like, popping out of the drawers. Mm-hmm. You just never saw that coming, you guys. Yeah. It's, it's really clever. Um, so then Urkel disappears. Yeah. And uh, Carl is upset for some reason. <laughs> Does he get like sucked into a void or like a closet like Carol Ann or what? It's not really clear. <laughs> he just fucking disappears in the closet. But let me ask you this because if uh, steve possesses Steve permanently... Um, is it really gonna make Carl's life any worse? <laughs> I mean, that is the million-dollar question, I suppose. Because it was just gonna like destroy his house all the time and ruin his life. Like, what's the difference? Doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm gonna say that regular Urkel is Stevel, and Stevel's the good one. Uh, he's not good. He's, he's just, just no bad. worse. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, it's Carl's bad, not also bad. Uh, also bad. That should be his name. <laughs> uh, he should be also bad Carl. Um, yeah, so this is just like a lose-lose scenario is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I, that that sums up, I think, most of Carl's experiences in this show. So then I got another one that I was just like waiting to hear what Carol has to say. Yeah. When Carl goes to look for Urkel... <laughs> What about it? Do you remember when he looks through the skeleton? Oh, yes. Oh, that is the part. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it was great. He's looking, and first you see a skeleton's bones, and then you see Carl's eyes lower into the skeleton's pelvis, like (laughs) goggles. Like little glasses. (laughs) That's the other visual contender for screen grab for me. It's so good. Mm, It was good. It's a lot of stiff stiff competition. A lot of stiff bones. Um, Also, somebody tried, Steve Urkel tried to put his arm around that that couch skeleton. And that part was really good. I liked this couch skeleton character. Oh, yeah. I didn't really understand what was happening there. They are going to do it later. That's like Carl uncovers a blanket and there's like a, a fake corpse and I'm not really clear on what that's supposed to mean or be. <laughs> it's just haunted bones. Yeah, Steve Urkel's hitting on a skeleton a lot. Yeah. It's romantic. But does that have anything to do with any of this other stuff that's happening? It's like, why is there also a skeleton? It's just, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's a good permanent Halloween plot is to always just have a skeleton. Good yeah. way to pad out the script. Skeletons are never a bad idea. Right, right. 
I have something I was thinking about. If you could try to help me figure this out with um with the cool guy, you guys remember Stefan Urkel? Of course, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, what do you do you think he he is a dummy of himself? Oh, what would the Stefan Urkel do? Is there an evil Stefan Urkel? And what would happen, yeah, with the Urkel S- dummy? Stephil? Stephil? Stephil. 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 I think he'd be the same as Stevel. He'd just be, like, kind of smooth. <laughs> he'd, he'd be a smoother form of evil. Yeah, he'd have, like, a nice fitting suit. Uh, and he'd be, like, horny up on Main, right? Yeah, oh, totally. Yeah. I know, I was really... One of many reasons why it's sad that um, Family Matters didn't last more seasons... <laughs> Is I bet yeah. we could have got evil Laura dummy next season. I bet they would have kept doing this. Oh, absolutely. What if they yeah. brought back Judy as an evil dummy? That would have been crazy. <laughs> scary. There could have been evil Grandma Winslow. I wonder if Grandma Winslow's still alive. Definitely I'm gonna, not. I'm going to get the crack research. <laughs> There's no like way. Like in 1999 or today? Um, like right now. Oh, okay. If no. she's walking the earth. Yeah. <laughs> She just walks around. <laughs> She's just traveling the earth. That's great if she can still walk. Wow. Mother Winslow. <laughs> um. Yeah. So she's still alive. Oh shit. Good. Don't yeah. tell her I said this, guy. Good. She's a hundred and eight. Oh. What? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> she walks the earth. Ryan, just, happy uh, Halloween. She's just walking the earth. Oh, she was in the brother from another planet. <laughs> Um, nobody check to make sure she's still alive. Just take my word. <laughs> um, so then, uh, Carl goes into the kitchen. Yep. And Urkel is there, but he's sort of lifeless. He looks like an actual corpse of Urkel. Such a good actor, you guys. Like, I really <laughs> believe him. This was scary. We were scared. You were genuinely afraid. Almost. Like, <laughs> I, di- I thought I wanted to see dead Urkel, but then when it happened, I was still like, aw. Careful what you <laughs> wish for. I know. So then, um, the dummies appear. They do. And now, so I don't exactly understand this. Maybe you guys can help me. Because now Stevel has the voice of Urkel, but he still evil so is Urkel now in Stevel? I'm not really clear on what's happening. Yeah there. he took his soul that's we find that out here that like so they switched bodies I don't think they switched bodies I think he just took Steve's Stevel took Steve's soul oh so now his <laughs> voice sounds like more like Urkel. Steve and then when Carl is like, well, if you have a soul, shouldn't you not be killing? And he's like, well, I'm still Stevel. I just feel bad about it now. Right? Oh, I, I get I feel it. guilty now. And Steve is still alive physically, but is more or less lifeless because he is sans oh, soul. Oh, I get it now. Thank you. Is a, I'm really glad that we talked about this. <laughs> it's intricate plotting. I know. It's tough to, to figure out. I'm going to admit, it was it went a little over my head. <laughs> Got us again, family matters. Dang. And then, were you guys, all the close-ups of Carl's bad talking shit, 
Were his eyebrows just bugging you out? Yeah, that's it's a little extreme. Well, they're just like not where they're supposed right, to be. Right, they're kind of all over the place. They're like in such a position that you're like, they should have done another take. <laughs> I also, I also love how they they reveal that Stevel has stolen his soul, and that prompts like another outrageous woo from the audience. Like, yeah, those evil dummies took their souls. I know, man. It really got me worked yeah, up. Yeah, this audience too. is really into this evil dummy stuff. It is so funny how many times they say souls over this <laughs> in one episode of, of Family Man. Give me my soul back. That's my soul. Damn it! You can't have my soul, dummy. It's like we're suddenly in the Buffy's writer room. Writer's room. <laughs> they say souls a lot. Oh Buffy. yeah, yeah. You didn't come up in the beer episode. It did not, because that was a terrible episode. It's the only episode of Buffy I've ever seen. Me too. <laughs> I watched the pilot once. So then, um, this is like the scene everyone wanted. Because um, <laughs> then the dummies just straight up attack Carl. And he's just like fighting them, which is so great. Well, bef- before that, Finally. we got a brief moment in which Carl's bad was doing his Elvis impersonation. Oh yeah, and I just oh, yeah. I just want to take a moment and step back and fully appreciate the grandeur of what we were experiencing on our screens, which was yeah. an actor playing a dummy doing a Reginald Vell Johnson impression impersonating Elvis. I know. I'm glad that we really took the time to uh, uh, recognize what we saw it was there's a lot of layers right it was like an onion of acting (laughs) man so good so then um oh yeah carl's like can't we just get along (laughs) weird um i thought for a second it was like the rodney king can't we all just get along but i don't think so i think he's just like can't hey let's stop the fuss and anna fighting right and then carl's bad bites him on the face that was good And then he does what you're waiting for anyone to ever do in a scenario like this. He just throws them out the window. Yeah, and I love how there's a there's like a couple of seconds where he's like making his way across the kitchen to chuck him out the window, and there's all kinds of sound effects, like the dummy is fighting back and getting in his licks and all that, and it's clearly just the actor like wag- waving around the dummy in his hands. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Before they chuck him out the window. <laughs> Oh, it's fucking great, you guys. I do like, after all the supernatural elements we've been teasing, like soul-stealing and puppeting. Oh, so when Urkel looked like a corpse, I kind of thought they were going to treat Urkel like a puppet, right? Yeah, I was waiting for that. For, like, steve to shove his hand into Urkel's back and then manipulate Urkel like he was a puppet. Wouldn't that be scary? And I'm wondering where they're going with all these supernatural elements. Maybe it's the eye lightning, guys. Maybe that's what it's going to be. Maybe it'll turn somebody into a toy again. Nope. Carol, I think where they're going with it is to the end (laughs) of the episode. The final confrontation, the end of the episode, is just Carl beating the fuck out of these two little dummies. (laughs) Well, so Carl takes Urkel by the hand and leads him... (laughs) To, I guess, the front of the house. Yeah, like the, the living room. Far enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he takes him to the other set. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, we, got, we got one other set. We got to go. Um, so then he takes... Uh, oh, so is... Is Stevel in... 
Steve Urkel's body is what happens? No, we've been over this, Ryan. Wow. He's just Steve oh, Urkel, man. but without a soul. Oh, so that's what it is. Yeah. So he's just evil Urkel now because he doesn't have a soul. Yeah. But he sounds like steve Yeah, I think that's just... Oh, because that's what you sound when like you're, when you don't have a soul. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that was a really unsettling visual <laughs> also. And that was one of those things where I'm really not happy that uh, resolution has gotten so high. <laughs> it's just, it's just like to, I just didn't like the look of it. What did they do? They like thrillered Urkel's face, right? He had like, like a green light on him or something. Yeah, yeah. Sparky green eyes, yeah. Just weird. It just didn't feel good to see it. So then Carl wakes up and he's like, not my dove bars, which I also always say when I wake up. Um, and that was a reference to earlier when he says that when he's going into the kitchen. I, I feel I feel like the moment where Urkel steals Carl's soul is like the series in microcosm. Yeah. It should be on like the episode intro to the theme music. Such a good show. Not my dove so bars. The toilet. The toilet should be on the opening. So then I just feel like we need a moral to all this. I feel like there's a lesson to be learned from all this. Yeah, why did we take this journey? So then Carl goes downstairs and he finds Urkel. Now, just to be clear, this is now real Carl, not dream Carl. Real Carl goes no downstairs. No longer a dream. We see Carl waking yep. up from the dream. Yep. He says, Alone not my Carl. Yeah. Okay. So then he tells Urkel about his nightmare and he's like, Urkel, I'm sorry for laughing at your nightmare. <laughs> I should have encouraged you to talk about it. It wasn't so scary, which is a valuable lesson. Although, you could also argue that the only reason Carl has this nightmare... because Urkel talked about it. Wouldn't stop talking about he, he it. He inceptioned, he indirectly inceptioned Carl, like the whole... It's true. And it is somewhat telling that... Uh, uh, maybe not telling. Interesting slash lazy that uh, Stevel in Carl's dream so accurately represents the Stevel who appeared in Urkel's dream last year. Yep, it's definitely a shared universe, Stevel. Yeah, it's it's uh, they absolutely did not make a new Stevel doll. I'll say that much. <laughs> Do you think they like kept it the same one over a year and like? Yes. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Do you think like a dog like ate it and they had to replace an eye? No, I think that they just put it backstage and nobody even thought about it. And then they're like, <laughs> "Oh, we still have this. Let's make Stevel too." <laughs> Do you think they hired the same dummy maker to make Carl's bed? Probably. If they knew what was good for him. <laughs> I gotta tell you, the, the design of Carl's bed is pretty fucking good, I gotta say. It's so good, it's like kind of unnerving. Like, it's supposed to be scary. But can you imagine, like, acting opposite a, a caricature of yourself in dummy form? That would be kind of hard. Well, I liked too. We should have talked about it more, but it's not too late. <laughs> Let's do it now. <laughs> when Carl first opens the box and pulls the Carl dummy out, he's yes. having a good old time with him. Yeah, he's yes. excited to have that dummy. It's like a really funny scene. Yeah, because he starts out like scared, but he like falls in love with his dummy. There's like a bonding moment, and then they're like having a great time together. 
Well, and he just, like, immediately launches into these routines, you know? <laughs> and then Urkel walks in on them, and it's kind of shameful to interrupt a man playing with a dummy of himself. It sure is really good. It's a great scene. <laughs> so then, this is the Urkel's way, is if you give him an inch, he fucking ruins your life. So Urkel's like, oh, thanks for apologizing for making fun of me, my scary dream. Now I'm just going to tell you every stupid fucking dream I ever had and follow you around and tell you dumb shit you don't want to hear about. The end. <laughs> Which is the true nightmare of Family Matters. Right, right. Um, and then the post credit scene is so good. <laughs> if you're listening to this, I want you to sit down. If you're not sitting while you're listening to this episode, I want you to sit because it's incredible. I would like a three-season Netflix show that is just this cold open. I, you mean the cold outro? Or, yeah, cold, yeah, cold yeah. finale? That's not the right term for it. I bet it'll happen, Netflix. This closing credit gag I want to see is a three-season Netflix series. So... um. <laughs> We're in Vegas, and Steve and Carlsbad have their own show in Vegas, and they have little jackets on. They're performing live at the Oak Room. Oh, is that a famous place? I think so. I this, this okay. I only know that because there's before they go inside, there's a sign out front that says "Live at the Oak Room tonight." Carlsbad and Steve but I, yeah. I believe the hey. I believe the Oak Room is one of those venerable Vegas nightclub spots. They probably chose it because its name is a wood name. Probably. Oh, yeah. Because dummies. So then they're telling jokes, and this was their dream. This is, like, what the dummies wanted to do. (laughs) They really made it in showbiz. And then um, they start telling jokes, and they get booed by the audience. I mean, jokes with air (laughs) air quotes around it. And then they get booed by the audience, and then they just start having sex with each other. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm glad you got that, too. It definitely was that Carlsbad just starts raping Steve. <laughs> like, and now they're humping on the floor. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, they're probably supposed to be fighting, but yeah. it doesn't look like fighting. I mean, there's, there's only like... so much nuance you can impart with, like, two dummies, <laughs> like, thrusting into each other on the floor. With giant... Heads right, right, with dis- on, yeah. disproportionate heads and, and small arms, and yeah. Because it's clearly just the two puppets that they're, like, mashing together at the very end. <laughs> well, it's the guys in the suits for I, parts of it. Uh, you were, I feel like when they hit the floor, it's just the two puppets. I'm not, it, cut, it definitely cuts in and out yeah. of puppets and guys in suits. <laughs> and they're all doing it. And then they have sex, and that's the end. And that's the last, I believe, we'll ever see of these dummies. Which is really sad. At least until we go to bed tonight. I know. <laughs> you guys are going to have... I, they might be scary dreams for you. For me, they'll be fantasies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely going to be grabbing up as much candy bucket as I can. Did you guys learn a lesson about listening uh-uh. to people's scary nightmares? No, yeah. Well, I'm glad the show touched on it because you don't want to listen to everybody's dreams. Yeah, they I learned a really lesson boring. not to listen to their scary nightmares. I gotta yeah. say, I am particularly intolerant of listening to people's dreams. Like, 
You got like 30 seconds. If you're like, hey, I had a dream that I was a dog and I was swimming in an o- the ocean, I'll be okay, that's cool. But if it starts to have like more things happening, I can't listen. Like people's dreams are very uninteresting. Someone's talking yeah. about, someone's talking about dreams to Ryan and they're all like, I have a dream that someday my children will be judged by the content of their character and not the color. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Get to get to the point. Yeah, when Martin Luther King told me about his dream, I was like, "You got thirty seconds, buddy." <laughs> I'm running out of, I'm running out of, I'm really losing interest fast. So yeah, um, did you learn any other valuable lessons from this episode? Hmm. Hmm. I don't think I learned much. No, um, I learned that when Family Matters tried to be scary, it turned into like a straight up David Lynch nightmare. <laughs> and so I'm pretty impressed gotta say like this one was scarier than the last one they still kept it pretty safe or whatever because you could tell they're having candy dreams but also a lot of yikes is on this one for me so pretty effective for our halloween episode but i didn't learn much besides like urkel needs to like cool it Calm down. <laughs> Urkel needs to cool it. That's needs the to cool it big time with all that like aggressive nerdery. Uh, I, I learned that Eddie's apparently just got a couple of hotties on standby for whatever he needs a, a couple of uh, accoutrements for his costume. Yeah, that was super weird. <laughs> just so random. <laughs> Yeah, I can't say I learned anything because I've watched this episode. Yeah, you've, I mean, you've wrung every last bit of knowledge out of this episode by now. I I learned that I'll never get tired of Family Matters. (laughs) Oh, good. Ryan, did you watch this episode when it aired then? No, but I, there was like a moment before, um... I started writing Full House Reviewed, which is how all this stuff got started for me, is I wrote a blog about Full House, and then... And I was going to write a blog about Family Matters, but it wasn't on DVD. And that was why I wrote about Full House instead. And um, I I was seeing a bunch of Family Matters episodes. And uh, this is definitely one of the ones I... I believe I saw this one... I may have even seen this one and had never seen Stevel until we watched it last year. Ah, I feel like I saw, I but I definitely remember this and in particular this the dance off sequence. <laughs> yeah. You mean the point in the middle so of the episode when they just stop for for two minutes to let the puppets dance? Yeah. So what do you think is better, the part where these two evil puppets dance, or the part when the Urkel bot and the Laura Winslow robot have a dance off in the post credits? Which post credits dance is definitely the robot dance off? Because that they got like a really talented pop and lock guy. Yeah, I'll take robots over evil dummies any day of the week. They had robots of both of them. Wow. There's an Urkel bot in in a much earlier season too. It's not even that. It's before <laughs> it gets super crazy science fiction all the time. But it must be a harbinger of that, certainly. Yeah, Urkel builds, like, an intelligent robot of himself. And then Great. later also builds a Laura one. Wow. Oh, does he? Yeah. Yeah. He definitely so fucks good. the Laura bot. Okay. I mean, well, who would? It's kind of amazing <laughs> that this kid, like, created, like, artificial intelligence for all intents and purposes. Like, you'd think he wouldn't have to squat in the in the Winslow's house. He'd be, like, a billionaire. 
He also cloned himself and built right? a teleportation machine. Yeah. He builds a shrink ray. That's another one is when he and Carl shrink themselves. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, that's good. That sounds really special. Like, we could definitely get a life lesson out of that. There's a part where they're, like, they're sleeping, and they're sleeping on a piece of bread and using a slice of cheese as a blanket. I know it's you've told so this story. I've, you've told us about this before. I remember you getting excited about the... Any sandwich bed I have to tell about that, I will. How does Urkel use a cheese blanket and not eat it? That's gonna be hard for him. I know, but it's like a whole blanket. Could you eat yeah. a blanket of cheese? That's the best part about being small is getting a whole blanket of cheese. But I mean if if a Are piece of cheese was like six by six feet, do you think you could eat the whole thing? If it was a good enough piece of cheese, if it was like a crap ass craft single, no. Like three days. I wonder how long it would take to eat that. If you, if I was trying, and if my spouse could help, or I could oh, probably need, do it you myself. Need backup. I would yeah. like backup. You know, we'll see. We'll see how our cheese blankets go this year, guys. We've we've talked about this a little bit before. Um, just the idea that, like, shows that run for a long time past sort of the era that you have them in your head is existing in. Like, I always think of this show as very much like a, a late 80s, early 90s kind of thing. Uh, um, yeah. And so, like, it, it just... And, but then at the same time, like, I hold that truth, but then I'm also well aware that it ran for, like, nine seasons. And so, like, if you stop and yeah. think about it, you're like, well, even if this was on in, like, 89 or 90, if it ran for nine seasons, it's obviously going to be on in, like, the late 90s. But it still kind of boggles my mind that this episode is from, like, 1997. Like when I think about like the like that's less than two years away from the debut of the Sopranos, and oh wow, and and that's this crazy. and this is being made and is like on a major TV network and like it just reminds you of how as much as there's like different eras and times of TV, they aren't clearly defined. That there's always like overlap and gray areas and and that there is always crap no matter what. There's always. <laughs> Crap is timeless. That is <laughs> that is true. That's what I learned. <laughs> yeah, so good, you guys. Oh, I'm so glad we got to watch this and discuss it. So, Carol, where yeah. can I find you online if I want to know more about you? Yeah, let's see. You can get some monthly postcard from my Patreon account. Look up Carolyn Maine, C-A-R-O-L-Y-N-M-A-I, and like the street. Also on Twitter. Also on Facebook, and I have another podcast. Check out Pitch Please at Cranival Studios. Mm. And how, how about you, Austin Gorton? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, where you can help me determine what's a dream and what's reality at Austin <laughs> Gorton. And uh, you can read my writing at therealgentlemanofleisure.com. Uh, and I have one other little bit of uh, lesson, lesson learned uh, Halloween themed for, for everyone. Uh, we were really recently discussing the little like fun size candy bars. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the first part of this isn't necessarily new to me that, that a Snickers is basically just a Milky Way with uh, peanuts in it. Oh, yeah. um, but a Milky Way is just a three musketeers bar with caramel. Wow! Think about it. Wow. Then that's one to grow on. <laughs> that's really interesting. I never, never. I want to eat all three in a row. I know. Uh, wow. Well, I can't follow that up. 
You can't, but who are you anyways? As for me, your host this week, my name is Ryan Alexander Tanner. I have a website. It's ohyesverynice.com, O-H-Y-E-S-VeryNice.com. It's, it's my artwork. I'm an artist. Uh, and oh, yes, very nice is my handle on various social medias. If you search it, you'll probably find a infrequently used social media account. Um, so I'm hoping that this is just a lead up to my dream coming true. <laughs> that we got, we were every two weeks this show, but we go weekly in December for four Christmas episodes. Woo! And this is my third year, I believe, of campaigning for four Family Matters Christmases. <laughs> wow. Please, make it happen. And I got to say, this all got started. Like I said, um, I was at, I had a, a girlfriend and I stayed with her at her mom's house for the holidays and she had cable and I just watched Family Matters Christmas episodes all day. And that was like what ruined my psyche and made me end up writing all about Full House for years and then doing this show and stuff. So I'm just saying it would come full circle. It would be beautiful. And that give, would be Christmas miracle, maybe. Give the people what they want. Um, <laughs> and, and by people, he means Ryan. We do get a lot of letters. Letters and letters from children talking letters about family matters. All of them written by Ryan. I know. Um, and the kids he babysits at camp. He makes them I do. I'm supposed to be teaching these comics classes, but I just make them write letters to the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You're a good teacher. (laughs) As for the show, we are a very special episode podcast. We have a website, a very special episode podcast.com, where you can get updates on our stuff. You can stream and I believe download, right? Yep. Every episode of our show from there. Uh, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash avsepod. That would be a really good place to post about how you'd like us to do four Family Matters Christmases. <laughs> four weeks of Family Matters Christmases. What greater miracle could ever occur on Christmas? Uh, we have a Twitter. It's at avsepod. And you can email us at a- avsepodcast at gmail.com. You can download our show on iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, and Stitcher, and we're on uh, Spotify now, right? We are on Spotify now as well. Yeah. So you can stream us on Spotify, probably download us too? Yeah, I, th- uh, I don't know. Carol, can you download? You download from Spotify, right? Oh, yeah, you can pre-download things, yeah. 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 Pre-post and, download, uh, yeah, yeah, Please leave us a five-star review on there, or whatever the top rating is. Like, I don't know what Google Play uses. Like, a hundred... Points or whatever. <laughs> All points. points. But we only accept top ratings. If you have a lower rating, you should just keep it to yourself. Totes. Uh, why do you want to share your negative opinions? Why can't you just share your joy like we just did about Family Matters? Why would they listen all the way to the end of the podcast if they hated us? Too? <laughs> I know, that's the best it's part. True. Do you guys hate listen to any podcasts? No, uh, no not really. I just hate them. I don't have enough time to listen to the podcasts I like, like listen to. Mm, that's fair. Well, that's going to wrap things up for this week. So until our next show, I'll be in Vegas playing the Oak Room, pumping a dummy. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Halloween. Yeah, that was this ABC on your home PC with some VIPs of SBTP. Was it Austin G? 
Excuse us all, cause we gotta go pee.